Crank it up. CMS TV has got it going on as always. This is Jesse James Dupree saying, tune it up, plug it in, strap it on, and crank it up. Pa-pow! And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. I am Chris Aiken, dude right there, Mr. Eric Ferentinos. Eric, how are you, brother? Doing great, Chris. Back finally. It's been weeks. Yeah, we we did. We took a little bit of time. Uh, I, you know, It's funny, dude. I put out on my Facebook real basic stuff. I just said, I'm a little under the weather. So no Chris Aiken presents and no Seth Williams show on Monday. I must have got 150 messages saying, make sure you get a COVID test. Make sure you go get, are you dying? Do you have the COVID? I was like, I just don't feel well. I need a day off. I, I'm tired. I'm, I'm sick. I had, a, I had a massive migraine, but that was it. Everybody now is convinced that if you say you're sick, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. it's it's insane yeah it hasn't ended and I'm, i am starting to see uh masks creeping up again oh boy on people which is goofy you know maybe some of those folks didn't get the uh the memo but when you have children around them you really mess up their development right you know that's how they learn how to talk and speech i you know i'm not i didn't send them to you because i i thought about it some more i don't want to like take pictures of people in public necessarily like last week or two weeks ago <laughs> with the other one but i do take pictures just to remind myself of how neurotic these people are like a family where the the dad's double masked the mom's double masked and then they got this you know a small child and a baby and it's weird that they would do that that they would slow their child's development to to make this statement Right. Uh, is that only in California or is that throughout your travels? It's throughout my travels. It's it's really? at all these airports. You can always count on a good, you know, five or ten people now to be masked up. Okay. Even but it's it's so weird to me because it's scientific fact that mask does nothing to stop COVID. Right. Other <laughs> than to make some kind of social statement, but it's the most bizarre one I've ever seen. And someone like me who's not really into fascists that's right. like wearing a swastika on your on your arm walking Agree. onto the plane to me so it's very weird but i have to show some compassion for mental illness and i have to you know just realize this is a weird person like if i saw anybody that was weird you know you just keep i catch my and move along i the, i have the thought of shaming them or mocking them or making a scene but who's that what's that going to do it just makes everyone around me uncomfortable so mm-hmm. i've decided i'm just going to pretend that this person's not an idiot wearing four <laughs> masks out of the blade right well i i i will say it it has not hit my area yet look it sounds like you're seeing a lot more than i am i don't see masks anywhere i see like one guy maybe maybe a week and it's the same dope that's in his car Mm -hmm. with the mask on with his window up and nobody riding with him it's that guy that you know was thrilled to put the mask on and is never going to take it off yeah but i still don't i don't see it generally yet now 
if it comes back here, I still won't be wearing a mask. I'm never going to wear a mask. I didn't the first time. I'm not going to this time. But, you know, it, it's just sad how pathetic people are and how willing they are to just accept what's going on. Here, you're being told, so you will do it. It's like, ugh, what is wrong with you? It's a sad reminder of a of a time in our history that shouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, one thing I did... Uh, the TSA pre, I, I don't know if we've discussed this. You talked uh, that before. you were going to do it, but you, you had not done it last we spoke. I went and did it. Okay. I went and did it. That like that two that next day, that mm-hmm. Tuesday, I did it because th- the way it works at the store called Staples. Do you have those? Yeah, Staples? we have Staples. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, the Staples here in San Diego are facilitating the TSA pre sign up. And there's a, we have a Staples here in Oceanside. There's, I guess, you know, some as well. So I go to the one here. I picked the wrong one to go to because this one's busy as hell. I have an appointment, mind you. Okay. But uh, as, I, as I'm getting over there, you know, you catch one extra traffic light and you're like two minutes late. So as I walk in there two minutes late, they've taken someone that didn't have an appointment and they're doing their sign up. And the person who has an appointment after mine has come early okay so they've basically uh decided that i'm gonna get fucked like <laughs> sir you're two minutes late so we're gonna have to take the person who has an appointment person that just walked in off the street right you can go wait for about 30 minutes here in line it's like all right fine and uh the, the, the girl who came early was like a young woman kind of like a little hippy dippy kind of girl i think she was wearing crocs <laughs> nice uh but she was she was uh she was like a nice you know young woman for the most part but kind of maybe a stoner anyways as it became uh her turn she was surprised me and goes you know what it's like oh i know you're you're supposed to be your turn and i gotta say i was so impressed by that that a young person had the guilty conscience at least to like consider that what was going on here was an injustice and right didn't want to be a part of it didn't want to go in with it like that was like it showed like a a gleam of hope (laughs) for the future so i was so impressed very sweet of her and thank you for offering that you go ahead nice you go ahead and she was i don't want to fucking wait behind this guy and so she goes and does her thing now it's finally my turn and i get up there and the machine breaks Oh. The machine breaks. <laughs> they can't do it. My passport's stuck. You know, it's not stuck in there, but whatever. Their their machine, their computer was freezing up. They have like a a machine that goes right to the TSA. Okay, it's some kind of direct link thing. Um, so basically, I had to end up. Uh, long story short, going to the Vista one, and now what was supposed to be a fifteen minute thing is now a a two hour chunk out of my day taking care of this now, but I did uh, finally get it done. Okay. I've had, you know, most of the band bragged about in like three to five days. They were approved, right? Not me. Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's been two weeks and I've been flying out every weekend, you know, so I could have used this, Uh, but they have not approved me yet. And now I'm, now I'm like thinking about it. You know what I mean? I'm thinking about, what are they looking at? You know what I mean? And <laughs> I was thinking, I did have something in an airport that happened years ago. You know what? I'm right. going to tell that one because it's kind of fun. Uh, 
Um, God, this must have been oh, 2004, maybe okay. or something, somewhere around there. Um, in California, you know, weed's just a, you know, at this point was a misdemeanor sure. or whatever. Now, airports have their own. That's their own zone of no laws. Like you have no rights at an airport. People don't sure. realize that. But uh, through a segment, that's a little. That's not even part of the United States anymore. You're right. under some other weird laws there, so you can't really uh, do too much. But as you guys know, it's no secret that I, I partake in the hippie hay. You know, <laughs> and it's like I have to uh, make sure. I've always had to make sure I had something for myself, you know, right? Just to keep my my cool where I am. And I really, this was like a modest uh, uh, little booty I was taking, you know, to the to this show. It was like a small little little nug. And back then, they were still getting their um, their screening processes in line. They didn't. They okay. weren't doing the X ray machines yet. Right. Uh, I think at this point, they had this machine that you stepped in, and it it shot like air. It was like. Oh yeah, it, like, I remember takes, that. Yeah. Takes like a sample of your of your air, right? And uh, and so, but for me, unfortunately, what was happening this time is they had this like random thing where they would just randomly hit you for something, and okay. they pull you out for a secondary screening before you even get to that thing. And that's kind of what happened on this day. And I I had just like a little corner of a Ziploc bag baggy like that was like ripped off. You know, this is like poor strategy i was using them but anyways it was just a little nug and a little piece of plastic sitting in my pocket because at this point it was pretty much just metal detectors and at night so anyways this guy pulls me over and he's doing the wand and he gets down by my pocket he's like <laughs> and i'm like oh shit and uh he goes hey empty your pocket so you know the first thing i was doing was trying not to totally empty my pocket right i was like, I was like uh you know, kind of, kind of pulling, oh, pushing it down, some of it out, <laughs> right? Some of it, but not all of it. <laughs> right. and he, and he, so he go, then he goes again. He's like, <laughs> third, right? That area. I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. He's like, empty your pockets. I'm like, I, it's empty. It's empty. And I'm like pulling out. And I, I knew that thing was at the very corner, right, of my pants pocket. And uh, he goes, something's in there. And I go, God damn. I finally go a little more and the, the little nug comes out and a piece of Eclipse gum. It was the wrapper. It was this tiny little piece of a Eclipse gum wrapper that's made okay. of some kind of foil that this hypersensitive wand right. picked up. And I did not even I didn't even feel that in there myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that it wasn't the 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 bud, it was the it was the little eclipse thing that set it off. And so he pulls it out, he looks at it, and he looks at me, he's just all <laughs> really he's like he's like now i gotta call this cop over here this uh so this cop comes over write me a ticket right uh for this and i couldn't believe it man but i knew it wasn't like i was going to jail or anything and i was still gonna be able to fly um when it came time for the court date um i had an opportunity to plead okay offense. Right. so they're like well if you if you plead guilty today uh, will give you, you could plead guilty to disturbing the peace. Okay. Okay. So I was like, Ooh, that sounds cool. Um, so I did that. Now I didn't have the four and a couple of years. They were going to expunge every weed, uh, misdemeanor 
right. in California. And so now my disturbing the peace is going to stay on my record forever. And, and, and <laughs> I should have just let him give me a weed ticket. It would have right. been expunged by now. So they have a disturbing the peace and that could be something that would hold up a TSA pre thing. They're like, well, what the fuck is this? He's here right here at the airport. He, he did so not even, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm now paranoid that this, <laughs> why this is taking so long. Yeah, that's still, that's just a misdemeanor, disturbing the peace. That would be like saying anybody that's ever been in a fight can't have a, can't <laughs> have this. And mind you, this, or what, you know, close to it, 18 years ago. Right. And somebody else in the band, I won't mention, had it happen on the same day as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say who it was. You'll have to guess. But uh, if they gave him one, they better fucking give me one. Right. Way more bullshit. <laughs> so that's where we are man. yeah nice well dude you obviously have been traveling where were you i did it's weird because usually i can keep track of you through facebook because there's usually 10 fans that post pictures or videos or whatever i didn't see shit from you playing but i know that the last i saw was you pack it up i saw your shit ready with your cats but right where where'd you play did you play uh well mind you we we had an 80s rock invasion show that had the whole gang minus quiet riot okay uh you know it had the the great white the slaughter the vixen right it was at a casino but again it was like an arena nice. it was a, it was they had an arena at this place and i wasn't even I, in my mind i was thinking it was going to be a ballroom kind of thing but i got there and again it was another arena and i was like i can't believe i'm getting to do this I'm headlining another effing arena. Like some bands maybe get to do that once or twice in their thing, but now this is becoming like uh, a weekly or every other week thing. I'm like headlining an arena. I can't freaking believe it. Nice. So that was cool. Um, it was good to see all those people. And then we got to see uh, Quiet Riot this past weekend. Okay. We played the Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, Michigan, uh, which that was a nice place. Um, that was uh, not an arena in there, but they did have a pretty big, uh, ballroom in there and it was good to see uh those guys uh, our buddy jizzy was in a good mood that's good okay? he was like <laughs> he was like hey you know giving me arm punches and then uh even came out at soundcheck and sang wanted man with nice. the band because piercy doesn't come out to those and um because i you know i like acapella sing um round and round so the, the front of house guy can dial steven's sure. mic in sure and he came running out from the back he's like well who's singing that he's like that was good <laughs> so i was i mean to get a compliment from jizzy pearl on how i sang a rat song was that made me feel damn good so he knew oh, how yeah. to make me feel feel special that day i guess you'd say well that's cool. uh yeah so that was good um uh show went great here we are <laughs> right back at it back at it again well, I ain't got no good stories to tell. <laughs> oh, what's up, my man? I I've done nothing but work, and and like I said, I was sick for a day. You know, I just didn't feel good for a day. And yes, people, I did not die, nor did I go to the hospital, nor did I have COVID. I just didn't feel well for a day. And you know what? People are allowed to not feel well. I I don't know if people understand that, but. Just because mm -hmm. you sat through COVID and they convinced you that anytime your nose runs that you're going to die, you're not. I just didn't feel well for a day. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, all all's good here, man. I'm um I'm actually gearing up for a little tiny bit of traveling. Tons of traveling in the Chris Aka world, but compared to you, none. But I, yeah, I'm actually going to see um comedian Dave Landau on um Friday, which is also my birthday. So that's that should be a a drunken smoking weed fucking <laughs> terrorizer of a day for me. And then um, in two weeks, I'm going to see the Metallica Pantera show in in Detroit. So wow, and you know, for me, for me to go to Detroit is for like you to go to Australia. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's like a big deal for me, and I'm already dreading it. Not gonna lie, I'm already. You're driving. You're driving. Yeah, I'm just driving up <laughs> because I'm gonna drive. More than likely, I'm gonna leave during Metallica, and I'm gonna come back. You know, that same night. I I just can't stomach staying in Detroit. It's, it's it's far. It's like three and a half hours, so it's just within the range of okay. I can drive back, or I should stay. You you know what I mean? It's it's like a little too far to say to say I'm definitely gonna do one or the other. You know. So I'm. I don't know. I do have a a reservation for a hotel, <laughs> but okay, I don't. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to use it. I'm. I'm pretty confident that after seeing this stage and all the YouTube and YouTube videos and whatnot, that I just. I don't have the interest to see Metallica, on a stage the size of a football field with these guys all spread out. I just don't. It just doesn't appeal to me. I got to see Pantera. They're my favorite band ever. So I have to go and see that. But it's not going to shock me at all if I go see. It'll be Wolfgang Van Halen, then Pantera. Then I might be out the door. How does he get to play on that? That. Big big money, I'm thinking. Do they have the same management or? You know what it is? I think Wolfie is he gets the old fans and the new fans he gets the young fans but he also gets all the fucking van halen honks that look at him as legacy right. so you know he he gets a lot of those too i mean he, he's done the, the guns and roses tour here's why i ask i mean my i remember seeing metallica and they had faith no more open up mm-hmm. who was an amazing band they got booed off the stage yeah that's okay. 92 in 92 when thrash metal was at its you know peak and Mm -hmm. now i don't know but by the old standards a band like mammoth would get so much shit thrown at them and yelled off the stage is it that we're all old now and have evolved to be more peaceful and well it starts on the stage metallica's gone from the get up you motherfuckers you know to hello metallica family how are we tonight (laughs) not even that he's now pop he's now papa het instead of that scary singer guy you know he's papa het's gonna tell you an old tale that's what it is dude dude it feels that way he gets up there and he's like everything is oh the metallica family and um peace and love and there's no more aggression yeah we're a family i hate my family and and he constantly does dude the last time i saw him he pointed to some nine-year-old kid with a sign oh look at this a nine and like dude in the old days Uh, he'd have thrown a beer at that kid 
I do not even want to see a child at a concert, let alone you're going to stop the show to bring a child up here. I didn't pay yeah. $100 to see a child's instrument. I came to watch you play your hits. Yeah, and, and dude, at the last Metallica show I saw here in Cleveland, they did a solo with uh, Hammett and, and Robert Trujillo where they did covers of Cleveland musicians' music. Mm-hmm. It was fucking terrible. It was terrible. I mean, nothing against Michael Stanley Band. I was a Michael Stanley Band fan, but do I want to see Metallica playing Michael Stanley music? Fuck no. You know, I Michael want to see him playing Metallica music. Is that Paul Stanley's gay cousin? No. It's <laughs> like their their biggest claim to fame was a song that they wrote for or that Michael wrote for Joe Walsh, Rosewood Bitters. You know, uh, I, I mean, they're. They're they're I liked them personally. It was a it was the weirdest band. There's probably one of these in every state or every city. In Cleveland, they would sell out Blossom Music Center, which holds eighteen thousand, three nights in a row. But then if they went to Chicago, they'd play in front of 150 people. Right. It it was the weirdest fucking thing. But here, mm. all the way until Michael passed away, he passed away like two years ago. Every time they played, it was sold out wherever they played. Crazy for like forty years. But then, but then, if you've never, you probably don't know one one note of one song of Michael Stanley, do you? No, um, no, unless he it's a, wrote a song I heard someone else make famous or something. Well, Rosewood Bitters would be about the only one you may have heard. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's the weirdest thing but rosewood bitters yeah it's a good tune actually but all right well dude we have huge guests coming tonight and they're not in in waiting yet but they should be here any second who usually usually we have kind of like a a new band no Mm -hmm. we're going classics today coming up shortly is the one and only carmine a piece a piece that's right I, I got a little bit. Jason Green gave me a little bit of help with with some some history with uh, Carmine. Yeah, I mean Carmine. Jesus, dude, Vanilla Fudge. Um, he wrote, John, he, John he wrote Tom, "Do you think I'm sexy?" Is that correct? I believe he did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's got Rod Stewart fame, King Cobra, mm-hmm. Blue yep. Murder, um, right. uh, Cactus. I remember, like Blue Murder would have been my first. No, no, that's not true. My my dad had a Vanilla Fudge record and. No, see, I knew his music. I just didn't know he had something to do with it. Of course, I knew the Rod Stewart song, but the first time seeing him, I don't think was till for me. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. fifty now. It was like when Blue Murder came out. But yeah, that's Blue when Murder. I started seeing him, and then he was in some of the rock magazines. He played. He would play in some different bands, live heavy sure. metal bands and stuff. Well, the 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 rumor that he helps perpetuate is that he was one of the guys that taught John Bonham how to play. Right. So yeah, wow, John Bonham. Right. I mean, um, come on, <laughs> not Juan, not no. not to be confused with Juan Bonham. Yeah, John Bonham. John Bonham. You know, he's in that little band. Couple people remember Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He also had like um, a drum in series of yeah. tapes that mm-hmm. everybody bought. Yeah, back all the drummers. Excuse me, not everybody, but everybody that that aspired to play the drums. Bought. Yeah, they all wanted to be him. So he's scheduled to come on in a few minutes, as well as a legendary bassist of the band Megadeth, 
um, David Ellison stopping by. He, um, we're not going to talk Megadeth. We're going to talk right. his other band, Dieth. And Dieth has been nominated for not one, but two Grammy Awards. What? Yeah. Can Uh-oh. you believe That's that? Great. <laughs> That's an awful heavy band to be getting nominations for for Grammys, but we'll talk to him about the Grammy nomination and um, his coffee company has something to do this year with Nam as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll find out what's going on there. And um, Kings of Chaos, right? Or no, what's what's his band called? Uh, Kings of Thrash. That's Kings another of one. The Lucid is another one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's in right. a lot of shit did this tour right when we talked to him last time they were they were gearing up to go do that yeah yeah right so we should talk to him about that too yeah we talked to him about kings of thrash as well because he's got Mm -hmm. he's got a lot going on i definitely just wanted to get him on though for sure to talk i want to hear some jeff i'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say i want to hear some jeff young shit (laughs) okay well let's ask he's got to have some been through that tour there must have been some goofy stuff that he could tell us about jeff young yeah, I'm sure he can. So we will we will definitely be talking to him in a few minutes as well. It should be should be a lot of fun to chat with him. So if everybody calls, knock wood, if everybody checks in, it'll be um Legends Day here on Chris Aiken Presents. La 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 legends. Yeah. And then next week is more legends as Marty Friedman stops by. And um who's the other one? Oh, um and Simon Daniels from Autograph find out what's going on with autograph and if that's even a thing anymore chris aiken presents is the place to be with marla gibbs and a family (laughs) marla gibbs (laughs) holy 227 reference jesus christ dude (laughs) i'm old (laughs) marla gibbs gets a reference holy wasn't she also florence on the jeffersons yep yep (laughs) shut up honky (laughs) we are getting old aren't we (laughs) yes oh that's something um the movie no hard feelings with Mm -hmm. jennifer lawrence have you seen that Mm -mm. it's good is it it's funny and you know who else is in it matthew broderick is it new it's new it's new and matthew broderick looks I was like, whoa, what the fuck happened? <laughs> He's playing a 60-year-old man, which he probably is 60 by now, yeah. you know, or you know, around there. And he looks it, you know, it's like right. that was another reminder, like, holy shit, here we go. We're we're all old fucking people. Uh <laughs> but this uh this movie was funny, but it had a dark side to it that I don't know if people everyone's gonna pick up on, but just like okay. how screwed the youth is of today uh with one of the main things is their over the top fear that for some reason they all have where i don't know if that's just our society the botox society the pressure on your looks society that wasn't so bad i don't think when we were growing up it might have been that at some point but you know people didn't put that much care into their skin and their you know all that stuff until later you know it was probably like i don't know i want to say like the the 90s or or past that but now these kids today are like freaking out on that and that's going to be you know hard for them uh when they get older to just cope with aging i mean it's a serious problem 
Well, dude, they've been so cast into the shadows of being sheltered, mm-hmm. you know, to where, you know, and, and it's funny because we, and I certainly do it as well on CMS, is we, we love to point and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you can't really do that if they haven't been raised one way and then this is a new way. You know what right. I mean? Like e- even yeah. the even the weirdos with the, you know, I'm a guy with a beard, but I'm really a woman or, you know, all the, mm-hmm. the crazy trans bullshit. Right. You know, if if you've been raised into that, it's hard. You, it, it, who am I to say, well, you should know better. You shouldn't know better because you weren't raised better. You, you know, know you weren't, better. you weren't pushed into, you know, say what you will about bullying. And this is going to sound really horrible, but I'm going to say right. it anyway. Yeah. Say what you will about bullying. We knew what was considered right versus wrong. Right. Because if you weren't doing what people thought was the right thing, you got the shit bullied out of you or beat up or kicked or right. whatever. We knew maybe it was tough love, but we knew what was right from wrong. Now with everybody, you can't say that about me. I'm feeling bullied. I'm feeling pressured. Well, now everybody just assumes that what they're doing is right. It's funny you said that because they they even have uh, a scene in this movie where they actually show, you know, some stuff isn't actually bullying or might be necessary to make someone knock something off or and, and that kind of happens in a movie where you know jennifer lawrence her character is, is in her early 30s and she's okay. she actually looks very young in this i think but it looks to me like she has had some work done at least some bone right. to be able because in this movie she has to appear like she could maybe be in her early 30s, you know so they, uh-huh. they there's a lot going on up here but uh at some point in the movie um she has to walk into a high school party uh, where they joked, like one kid uh, made a joke, three years old would look old as fuck, you know, to a high schooler or something like that, which is ridiculous. And then Jennifer Lawrence, she's three trying to fit into this party and everybody's making fun of her. At uh, some point, one kids who's into MILF porn or something like that tries to pick up on her and she does a snarky comment back to right. the teenager like some kind of gay reference like why don't you go fuck your buddy right here you know or something like that and then all of a sudden he's like what what was that you're <laughs> bullying and then the phone and the next thing you know there's like 10 people with their phones following her around calling her a bully when she was just like standing up for herself for being you know hit on by these um jerks at the party right you know but uh the the phone thing was huge like that that these kids life without being completely immersed in these phones where we we lived a good chunk of our lives without a self yeah you know i mean i still feel that when i don't have my phone i feel very you know anxious and whatever like i need this for an emergency you know what i mean because oh, yeah. now they they set up society to where you are kind of fucked mm-hmm. there ain't a fucking pay phone you can go walk over to no dude i i don't I I mean, as a habit, my first step when I get in my car is to Bluetooth into my into my radio so that I can listen to podcasts or music or whatever I want to listen to. If I get to my car and I don't have my phone, it is 100 percent guaranteed I'm going back in the house. 
Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, when you first had your phones, before everything was on your phone, you'd get somewhere and you'd be like, ah, oh, I don't have my phone today. Not anymore. I, I will not leave. I've, I've driven as far as about 45, 50 minutes to go back to get my phone. Right. I will not be without it. I can't. Well, the bad news, Chris, is now we're switching to a new format and this Neuralink format to where we're going to turn off your Bluetooth in the old system. And now, unless you want to stay in your house, you're going to have to get this implant into your brain. Great. Now go there. You know, I could just see that's where it's going. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The next, in another 20 years, that'll be the standard. And then once once they have it all lined up, switch, they switch over and we're fucked. Yeah. Luckily, we're we, we're already old and not going to have to be a part of what's coming down the road. But no, I don't think it's as far down the road as you think, though. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, literally yesterday, I was trolling around on um, X or Instagram or something, and I came I came across an advertisement for glasses, just glasses. Which you know, I should I don't wear them hardly ever, but I'm I do have a prescription for glasses and these glasses they were calling them smart glasses Mm -hmm. and with the smart glasses you can listen to music or whatever on your phone you can also do something i didn't understand how it worked and they tried to show it but it wasn't a good example where you could watch video in your glasses so like you could be on a plane and you could just hey netflix play blah 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 you know Mm -hmm. play this jennifer lawrence movie and it'll show in your glasses and i was like holy shit they are just like totally working it so that you're even more dependent you know like like if you can't if if you don't allow them access to you then you won't be able to see right (laughs) You know, and it's like, holy shit. And I can see, and they're, and they're doing it the same way as like you showed us a couple, what, a month ago or whatever with the digital idea Delta. They're right. doing it as, look at how much advantage this would be to you. If you're taking yeah. a car ride, why what have you forgot big... your wallet? What if you yeah. forgot your wallet? Then you'll yeah. have this. You just look at, yeah. You can do, you can look at your mail, your email, you can do your, you know, they're selling all this stuff. And I'm just like, wow. (laughs) And and of course, then they have, you know, 400, 400 uh, reviews that are all like, this is amazing. This is great. Well, what I want to know is like, if, you know, being three feet back from your computer screen fucks up your eyes, what's, what's, you know, what's this? Tenth of an inch. A tenth of an inch away but dude I I think that's what they want it's total control Mm -hmm. you know I mean how hard would it be just as an example of something how hard would it be that if if they get if they get everybody wearing these glasses like they do everybody carrying a phone if everybody's wearing these glasses and they wanted to cripple I don't know, a a rally or something. Let's say there was a rally out on a square for something and they wanted to cripple it. How hard would it be for them to just send a fucking light pulse? (laughs) Now you're blind and they come in with the billy clubs or whatever or the guns and just mow you down. Damn. 
I, mean, I had the wor- <laughs> oh go ahead what I, i'm just saying how scary is that and, and everybody's just blindly going for it right yeah the 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 young people i've realized in their minds anything like you or i do or anybody like over the age of like 35 or 40 mm-hmm. like this this newest generation born into this wow man it's rough i don't need how do you put the uh genie back in the bottle you know how do you put the cork back on that man well, again, I don't think that genie's ever been in the bottle. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. That's why, dude, I, I mean, and, and again, we're getting way into an area I didn't think I was going to get into, but whatever. <laughs> um, when you saw two weeks ago the people paratrooping into the music festivals and all this shit in Israel, Hamas, whatever, wherever, Gaza, wherever it was, did you not think Red Dawn or, you know, <laughs> right. or or stuff like that sure well that's probably exactly what they wanted you to think yeah but but these kids today all they could think of is i got to go out to the streets and protest i have to protest this there was no thought of of wow this could be a takeover or this could be this or this could be that it was just just uh civil or civil rights thought it was no thought of being angry you know what i mean right and and i know that there's there's talk about was this whole thing false flag and all that i'm, I'm well aware mm-hmm. of that but i'm thinking even if it was you should still be angry yeah. you should be angry on some level and not not just picking a side this right. generation is so conditioned to just pick a side not just be angry we should just be angry that this shit is happening right whether it's real whether it's fake whether it's a ploy to take more of our money no matter what it is we should just be fucking pissed about that there is no right. side to take there's no side to take there's not right killing innocent people is always bad i don't care if it's innocent people that are related to hitler's family it's still bad and there's no side to pick but this is this is where we're at now where everything gets pushed to well it's my team versus your team god damn it and i'm choosing my team but it's so easy now too to get people to focus on whatever they want them to Mm because we're all hooked into this system so whether it's i don't i have TikTok, but i am on reddit it's pretty much thing people are sharing all those same videos on there so i do see what's getting passed around or right. the narratives passed around um a lot of it's been infiltrated too, seeded in there you mm-hmm. know what i mean to make sure you're focused on the ukraine or you're focused right now on the gaza strip and not other things that directly affect us right now or uh new new information that's been recently discovered about uh taboo things that you and i talk about on here that we won't yeah because hey we're we're all we're back on youtube yeah apparently we are apparently we're not that it matters to us but it does suck whenever somebody doesn't let you be on something it never makes you feel good yeah they're not allowed here we don't want you here at our party well fuck you (laughs) we're back though we are back we are back on youtube for for the um for the moment i guess we'll see Yeah, I mean, part of me here. Here's the thing: I want to whatever the the people that watch our show enjoy the most. That's what what I want to give them. You know, if it mm-hmm. bums them out, if we talk about one thing, well, then we will talk about it. Then 
I want us no. to have a good time. I want us to, to the Mondays to not suck as bad as they usually do. I want to, me and Chris to entertain you guys. So sure. Comment well, I, and tell us what you hate or that we do or you love that yeah. we do. Well, I'm not willing to censor myself for anybody. Certainly not YouTube. But I just won't put up anything like this to talk that we just did now. I won't put that on YouTube. Good. I just won't put it there. I'll just leave it. You know, it'll be on Rumble. It'll be on Odyssey, BitChute, CMS TV, CMS Network. I like that know. idea because I don't think that YouTube should have all of us. We shouldn't give give us yeah. give them the whole enchilada. We just give them a little appetizer and yeah. send them over to ever told us what to say or not to say or you know banned our shows yeah. or tried to hurt our show. Mm -hmm. Look, if if you need censored content, then you can keep watching on YouTube. Right, it's that simple. But if you It'll don't, be your safe space from yeah, reality. That's right. If you if you just want to go over there to hear us talk to david ellison or you know autograph guy or brit lightning or whoever that's fine go ahead it'll be there but all the real conversation will be over on rumble and anywhere else it's not run by communists <laughs> i got to uh fly with vixen oh yeah uh, last week yeah i actually i i, I was on a there was a small plane to go to uh Mulvane, Kansas, like that. Right. To, where, wherever we had to go, wherever we ended up flying into, we had to also like drive a bunch anyway. But uh, anyways, it was small to Roxy Petrucci. Okay, and she's super cool. All those, all the, all the members of that band are, are fun and cool, and you know. So that was just a little side note. I don't know why I thought of that right now. <laughs> I, I I did want to tell you that that was something I didn't get to tell you last week. Well, that'll be that had to be fun. Yeah, you know, and she invited me, and it sucked that I couldn't do it, but she invited me to go hang out in the Delta Lounge, which, for people that don't know, the Delta Lounge is like a almost like a VIP zone in the airport that you have to have flown a ton and spent a ton of money on a credit card to even have access to and there's free food in there and it's it's a it's an awesome place to to kick back and hang if you have a layover or something like that and uh there's been a some um, delta rolled back some of the perks for people so not because it started becoming a pretty popular place the delta lounge and the lines to get in were like pretty long and so the people that had the highest credit card or whatever were starting to get mad or the million milers that have flown a shitload for business for 10 years, you know, to get to, uh, we're getting mad that, they, that all these people that just got a credit card promotion were all of a sudden able to get into the lounge. So there was a, if you haven't caught that in the news, that's been a whole ordeal. And I think Delta's had to even walk back some of their cuts they were doing because the customers were getting all pissed off, but it's an exclusive part in the airport, the Delta lounge never even been in it you know what right. i mean we don't we we were using all different airlines for a while it's only been in the last like two years that we've started to focus on delta and then i've I got the the one credit card uh for them there's different levels of their of their card okay, okay. the one i have is like the the gold cards like a 100 bucks a year and they gave me a certain amount of miles with it and i was able to get a couple perks like a free bag Right. Uh, or what have you oh that was something because we've talked about this on the show remember how southwest airlines was uh had a grift going where they were charging me to take my case mm -hmm. my, yeah, my yeah. big double case uh 
Well, I, I've been um, on Delta, been able to like take two items now, and they don't harass me for that case on Delta, uh, which was great. I love being able to take my suitcase and my big guitar case and just give it to them and just have a backpack to walk right. on board with. That is the fuck. Wes was fucking me up because they were trying to uh, say that my my guitar is a special item that needs to be five dollars each way and it was really freaking me out it was getting me to the point where now i was like carrying my guitar in a soft case just to get it on the plane and not to get charged money well i figured out how to circumvent it okay okay i have to classify if because you, you can do your own tag at southwest i have to classify it as an oversized item okay or they're going to say something at the desk it can't okay. just go regular bag regular bag they get they're going to pull out the tape measure and go what the fuck is this but if I go over to other items, if I say it's anything else but a guitar, I'm fine. So basically, oh, nice. I've, I've, these are skis now. There's <laughs> it's no longer guitars. It's it's two skis in a in a big case. No problem. Right over there, sir. By the oh, you know, because I know you're thinking, oh, they probably charge musical instrument. They they do something special with it. They take a little more care with it. No. The mm. shit gets thrown in with all the other oversized stuff and it comes out of the oversized spot. There's nothing, it's nothing but a grift right. that Southwest Airlines does where they go, Oh, these people are all on vacation. They have skis, surfboards, golf clubs. They're going to go have fun and travel. You, you're working. That's why you have this nice case <laughs> and these two guitars. You're not somebody who's just practicing or noodling in your room. You're obviously a professional some of that fucking money so here's what we're doing and it's fucked it's right. fucked but now i'm like oh, skis of course they're skis <laughs> and and here i am i don't pay anything it worked like a charm and it was fine this trip i was just in a, a backpack i was able to just scooch up there's one guy that fucked me up i, I have the plane thing because every week i'm traveling you know i'm gonna have mm -hmm. another plane story sure um there was one usually i have an aisle seat and we know we talked what happens to me in the aisle seat i don't want to go over that again that was a bit of contention at home after that episode <laughs> but uh uh where was i going with this um oh usually on delta you could pick your own seats and stuff ahead of okay. time and i forgot to do that and um so on the last trip for some reason there was only middle seats for me which was fucked one of them was a a, a window seat now if you are one of the people that gets on the plane and uh oh this was actually southwest um for some reason they have a they have a front row there on southwest but you you have to put you can't keep anything under your seat like whatever you have up above so usually the people that sit in the very front have like just like a backpack they're throwing up right above them or something like that right. and that's it well for me i i happen to have a a, a window seat the the when it came time to get off the guy next to me did not get up, which I've talked about. That's something mm -hmm. that fucking pisses me off. And then the guy <laughs> on the aisle had a broken arm. This idiot put his bag rows back and then sat in the front row like a oh. fucking dipshit. <laughs> already know, like at his age, like for a middle-aged guy to be sitting there with a broken arm, you have to know he did something stupid. Right. He's probably stupid anyway. How the fuck do you break your arm when you're like over old or a fucking teenager like what <laughs> i didn't ask him or anything but i was just like it had to be something i mean he had to be cutting corners somewhere he had to be doing something on a ladder or fucking 
I don't know, man. I didn't ask, but I'm just like, that's one little side note. Like he had a broken arm, so you know he's a fucking idiot anyway. Uh, but then when it came time to get his stuff, like he was very timid too. Like he got up, he's like, um, can somebody get my, and they were just looking at him like, Hey man, what, what do you want us to do? Like you have a big roller bag. You shoved fucking eight rows back and everybody's right. now up trying to get off the plane. And I, I have to admit, I kind of lost it for a second. I, I got up. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I have a flight to catch. You know, that's and the guys. Oh, Hey, I'm just trying to No, you're making your problems. Our problems. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you. <laughs> and I fuck walked off the plane and then you punched him in his broken arm and got up and left (laughs) back to our regular scheduled program (laughs) let's give you another insight into my life (laughs) i could not do it dude the the stories you tell just makes me even more more happy that i don't travel a thousand miles a month and the ass thing again it's getting bad dude these fat ass these f oh excuse me flight attendants they're fas because we don't know what the hell they are other than anyways their asses are getting so big it's a fucking problem and i know that part of it too is the planes they're manufacturing that 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 seems like the bill is getting less Mm -hmm. you know too but they are hitting me with their ass and not even caring about it and it's like it's like sometimes i have a a coffee in my hand it's like right cup and everything comes flying out that's how bad they you know they're they're too fat it's a that to me it's a safety hazard you're causing the what if that coffee splashed into a baby's face yeah you know what i mean you're i'm holding the coffee you want to pay that lawsuit it's a safety issue you're too fucking fat to be an fa on this plane (laughs) Get another job. This isn't the job for you. If you can't walk down an aisle without your ass, so it's sexual assault. Do I fucking walk by and take my big dick and rub it in your fucking face? Do I do that? No. Because that would be assault. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. I have to get something out of my... (laughs) I don't do that. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) I can I I could not be you. I, I I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Have you said something to any of these fucking stews? I you know honestly I got a little violent yesterday. I'm gonna tell you like and it was of all things because it, it happened at the end of my rope and unfortunately for this kind of not even a tall girl she was like kind of short but it doesn't matter now and you're still above me you know what right. I mean. And she has a fucking backpack that's sticking out really far. This fucking stupid idiot is fucking turning and hitting me with her backpack, hitting me with her backpack. And then at some point, she just fucking leans on me with her fucking backpack. Like she's leaning on a pole or fucking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I go get the fuck off me. And I fucking just like pushed her by her backpack and she went flying into the fucking seats. Nice. I was like, motherfucker. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with people. Southwest Airlines, here's another. T- Stop charging $29 for a fucking ticket. Because now you're getting every fucking crazy person who should be on a Greyhound bus fucking. Yeah, that's cheaper you know than I mean? a Greyhound bus. What the fuck? $29? Fuck you, Southwest. A ticket should be. Yeah, if you're going to Vegas, maybe. If you can get to Vegas, uh, $300. I know that they do $100 flights for that, but whatever, man. You're, you're, you're making a terrible experience. And again, it, it becomes a safety issue again. Yeah. You're, you're, you're making it 
to where it's just riffraff fucking coming on and causing trouble and shit. I saw a thing. Um, I guess it was Anthony Cumia saying that he thinks they should make all plane flights a thousand dollars because <laughs> that would because it would eliminate the riffraff. It would eliminate the the people that really don't belong on an airplane anyway. I hate that I'm saying that because obviously our budget relies on us getting good plane tickets and it's mm-hmm. goddamn expensive, man. I mean, we spend probably five, six grand some to fly us out to a show just to put it into perspective. So it's, I don't want to be the guy, you know, voting, you know, necessarily voting to, to raise the tickets, but there's, there's somewhere, there's a sweet spot somewhere right. where you can get rid of some of these morons that look like they should be on a, on a bus stop not standing next to me so oblivious to the you know distress they're causing people by literally hitting them with stuff i'm like i don't recall bruises and shit from people's bags hitting that didn't happen yeah and now it's like every week happening to me and it's um i have to hold it together so i've been taking the gummies as you know i eat the gummies (laughs) and i just fucking eat the every time somebody hits me i'm "Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i just fucking eat another weed gummy and fucking just try not to kill anybody man <laughs> fuck dude the, the the worst part about the whole thing is there's a part of me that wants to say well maybe you're getting bigger but you're not because you've actually lost what 40 pounds 50 pounds since it's like getting larger but you but you're not anymore you've lost i mean even just since you've been doing chris aker presents you've lost at least 20 pounds oh thank you bro well you do you look you look smaller may, may i return the favor oh uh, the compliment return the compliment you <laughs> kind of look like you trimmed down too well i have been exercising and I i've been tell. i have been taking the um the random insults from everybody that uh who cares what this fat fuck has to say anyway that i see on rumble and twitter to heart and um i've been um i have been working out every single day and trying to eat less fast food and less shitty food and we got a show to do man you can't you know you got a phone call well dude i'm gonna tell you the truth i was told when i got in my burn accident i was gonna make it to 55 I was told 55. Now, how old I turn on Friday? 55. Now I got to beat the odd. For the longest time, I was like, well, if I get to that, that'll be great. But now I'm can't die at 55. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what it is. Now I got to beat the odd. Now I got to get to at least 56 just so that it'll be another thing that I beat. You know, so... But yeah, I I have been actively trying to get a little bit healthier and a little, you know, I'd look a whole lot thinner if I would shave this big Santa beard off too. Because <laughs> well, you beard, don't look like you're gonna die by what Friday is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think I'll probably make it. But um, yeah, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the compliment. I definitely still am a fat fuck, but I'm less of a fat fuck than I used to be. So. You former fat fuck. That's right. <laughs> oh no, I'm still I'm still a current fat fuck. Just less of a fat fuck. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? You're like you get down to like 150 pounds. You former fat fuck. You still, well, that, still dude, calling you that, dude. You, you know what it is, and it's funny because you know I don't care. I don't care what anybody says ever. 
but you know, as soon as I get down to that, to this or that, it'll be something else. Right. Well, your fucking gray face, your gray hair, your, you don't have any color in your skin. You fucking homeless guy. This come bullying thing though, where, where sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's kind of necessary. You right. know what I mean? Like, Hey, if, if, if a little bullying took you to take your health a little more seriously, is that bad for you at the end yeah. of the day? You know, I, I, I've, gone through phases not that I, I i'm a cool looking guy on stage or whatever there's always you know that sort of thing but i believe me when i started out you know i've come a long way myself and part of it was people talking shit or saying things you know whatever you make some adjustments and it yeah it hurts your feelings and no one wants to be uh made fun of but then you know sometimes you make a couple tweaks to the appearance and yeah Oh, I do it only for me. I really don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I just right. don't. I really could care less. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I say it outright myself. That's why, you know, I always, I always crack up when I, when I see fat guys that say they're big boned. That's right. a, that's such a fucking idiotic thing to say. Your bones look 90% of fat is fat. It's the right. bones only take up this little tiny, the thickest bone, the fattest bone you could have is about that thick. So, all right, let's do this real quick. Let's, let's, uh, we're going to change directions. We are going to, um, play a little bit of music and we will be back with the great Carmine a piece, brand new stuff from King Cobra. And we will talk to him next right here on Chris Aiken presents. Mm-hmm. 